0: the mysterious death of a Hollywood legend off the coast of Catalina Island. We'll tell you about that story on This Is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Sunday, November 29th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, I did mention my turkey the other day. I never told you that it came out fantastic. It it was great. I I did it in the smoker. I definitely suggest that. Uh, I've I've got some recipes if you want them. Uh, Send me a tweet or... Instagram or whatever, get me on social media and I'll send you <laughs> the recipe for that. Hey, uh, it's uh, speaking of recipes, it's National Lemon Cream Pie Day today. And, uh, you know, that actually sounds fantastic, right? I mean, we've had all this food over the last couple of days uh, to, to have this lemon cream pie. I haven't had one in forever. This sounds great. So good job on picking today for lemon cream pie day. Uh, I think it's a nice post Thanksgiving or end of Thanksgiving weekend uh, uh, tradition that you can start today to have a lemon cream pie. All right, uh, let's get into the events for today. We start off in New Jersey in 1783. The ground was shaking and no, it wasn't Because of a Bruce Springsteen concert, it was because of an earthquake that occurred in New Jersey. It was a 5.3 earthquake. It stands as the most powerful earthquake in that state, although there's been more. Yeah, there was a damaging earthquake back in 1884, and there's been others. So, you know what? Hey, it's not just in California. (laughs) You could feel some shaking elsewhere as well. All right, looking at 1962, Major League Baseball decided to revert back to one all-star game. Uh, Yeah, check this out. They actually went to two all-star games. They call it the summer classic, but us baseball fans know, really, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, I kind of like the home run contest, but the all-star game, it's just kind of there. It's never become the big offering that the MLB has wanted in ratings or in interest, really. But uh, this year, actually, was the first year that the game was canceled since 1945. Yeah, World War II was the last time the game was canceled, and this year, sadly, it was canceled. It was supposed to be in Los Angeles. They're actually going to do it in Los Angeles in 2022. All right. On this day in 1963, Lyndon Baines Johnson set up the Warren Commission to investigate the assassination of JFK. I know I've talked a lot about the assassination on the podcast over the last week or so, uh, but I mean, this was one of the biggest stories ever, (laughs) you know, especially in TV news. This sort of made TV news the way that we know it today, or at least the way that it was (laughs) now. Uh, It's commentary, but uh, yeah, it it definitely changed uh, TV news and a lot of other things. So that's why I keep talking about it. Uh, Yes. So the Warren Commission was established on this day back in 1963. Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, Earl Warren. Well, that's where the name came from. And he headed up this commission. Uh, What they did was they talked to the CIA, they talked to the FBI, and it turns out that the CIA and the FBI actually misled them a bit. And you can read about that online. I won't get into that because that could be an entire podcast, not just an episode, but an entire set of podcasts. Uh, They also talked to Fidel Castro, which is very interesting to me. Okay. So when this was released, 56% of the people believed it. Just a few years later, 36% of the people believe it. Yeah, they actually opened up a house select committee in the 70s uh, on assassination. They reopened this case and they determined that this probably involved some sort of conspiracy. So very interesting stuff there. Uh, and you know, you could do, like I said, more reading on that. If you want more information on it from this podcast, uh, listen to our November 22nd episode where we interview the curator of the Sixth Floor Museum. In 1981, on this day, Natalie Wood drowned off the island of Catalina. We're gonna be talking more about this in just a few minutes. We'll learn about the mystery behind her death. On this day in 1987, Joe Montana of the 49ers completed NFL record 22 consecutive passes. Good job, Joe. All right. So in 2010, Pablo Picasso's electrician revealed 271 previously unknown works from the artist. He he said that these were gifts because, you know, when you have an electrician, you give them paintings, right? That's how you pay them, generally. I mean, that's, I believe that's accepted form of payment for electrical work. But I could be wrong, but I think this proves it here. Oh, wait, no. You know what? Actually, uh, an update to the story. In 2019, uh, he was convicted of possession of stolen goods for those Picasso works that he kept in his garage for over 40 years. That's another great thing to do. If you have a bunch of Picassos, just store them in your garage. (laughs) Really? What is wrong with this guy? Oh, man. All right. uh, When we come back, I'm going to tell you the story about Natalie Wood and the mystery surrounding her death. We'll be right back. All right, so today we will learn more about an actress that got her start at the age of four. She died on this day just off the coast of Catalina. But before we talk about the death and the mystery surrounding it, let's first learn a little about the actress. Back in 1942 in Santa Rosa, California, Natasha and her mom were in the downtown of Santa Rosa, where they saw a movie being filmed. Natasha was able to land a brief role. It was about eight seconds or so in the movie, but... That began her career. Now, of course, you don't know her as Natasha, but you probably have heard of her as Natalie Wood. Natasha wouldn't receive that name until she moved to Hollywood, where she landed several roles, including the role of Susan Walker, a little girl that didn't believe in Santa Claus. In the holiday hit that still gets a lot of streams, Miracle on 34th name, Street. Kyle? Susan Walker, what's your name? My Chris Kringle. I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> You don't believe that, do you? You see, my mother is Mrs. Walker, the lady who hired you. But I must say, you're the best looking one I've ever seen. The world fell in love with Natalie Wood and the various characters that she would portray, but... As with all child stars, they do grow up and they struggle to break free of their childhood typecasting. Natalie, like many other child stars, wanted to prove that she could take on serious adult roles. So she was hitting the town with actor Dennis Hopper and the couple, having too much to drink, crashed the car. Natalie ended up in the hospital where a director came in to visit her. Now, as the story goes, the director gets there and the doctor, yes, one of the doctors, says... You're a goddamn juvenile delinquent. Natalie, of course, wanted the director to hear that. She said, did you hear that? Did you hear what he called me? He called me a goddamn juvenile delinquent. Now do I get the part? She got the part. It was in Rebel Without a Cause, and it was starring next to James Dean. Next up came Splendor in the Grass, West Side Story, as well as a marriage at the age of 18 to fellow actor Robert Wagner. Unfortunately, the marriage didn't last and the two divorced. Natalie then became involved with Warren Beatty, and in 1969, she married Richard Gregg. That didn't work out either. They did have a daughter named Natasha, but that marriage ended. And guess who she ended back up with? Robert Wagner. They got married again. Now it's 1972, a couple years later, 1974, they have a daughter named Courtney. They both continue their acting career and we'll fast forward to November of 1981 when Natalie Wood and her husband, Robert Wagner and her co-star from the movie Brainstorm, Christopher Walken, decide to spend the night on the couple's yacht. They were just off Catalina Island in Southern California. A fight broke out. Robert Wagner reportedly broke a bottle of champagne during the fight in a fit of anger over the supposed relationship between Natalie and her guest, Christopher Walken. Later in the night, Wagner and Walken were unable to find Natalie. Nobody could find Natalie until her body was found a mile away from the boat the next day. Natalie Wood's death was ruled an accidental drowning in 1981, explaining the cuts and bruises on her face occurred while she was trying to get back into the boat. However, 30 years later, The L.A. County coroner reopened the case, saying that upon further review, the cuts and bruises happened before she fell overboard. The cause of death was turned to undetermined. In 2018, the police named Robert Wagner a person of interest in the case. The captain of the yacht said he heard fighting that night and he believes that Wagner is involved. Robert Wagner has denied any involvement in the incident. Now, here's the thing. The original belief is that Natalie slipped while sitting in the dinghy and trying to tie it to the yacht. Wagner and Walken didn't see her for a while and thought that she might have taken the dinghy because she needed to cool off from the argument. Friends and family say that she would have not gone near the dinghy because she was afraid of water. She had this fear her entire life. Natalie's childhood friends say that she wouldn't even go within 10 feet of a nearby lake. While filming movies, she asked that certain water scenes be moved indoors or insisted that the director use a stunt double. Her fear of water likely stemmed from a prediction that was made even before she was born. A gypsy or psychic had told Natalie's mom that she would give birth to a daughter that would be the most amazing star in all the world. Hmm. She also told her to beware of dark water. Natalie Wood drowned on November 29th, 1981. The 55-foot yacht was just dismantled and salvaged for parts earlier this year, but the mystery behind that yacht still remains. And I could go on and on about Natalie Wood. She had a, a bunch of personal and professional triumphs and challenges uh, throughout her career. You can learn more by watching the HBO Max documentary, Natalie Wood, What Remains Behind. All right, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Anna Ferris turns 44. The Game turns 41. Chadwick Boseman would have been 43 today. Uh, he passed away earlier this year, born in 1977. Howie Mandel was born on this date in 1955. He turns 65. Laura Marano is 25. And Tom Sizemore is 59. That's your look at November 29th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart. And we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And give us a five-star if you think we deserve Deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to todaypodcast.com to give us suggestions, feedback, and to see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.